Ready? Three, two, one, and we're live. Let's go. Welcome to On the Line, episode number two. Episode two, episode three. Episode, episode three. three. Let's say it's episode three. It is episode, episode three. three. Yeah. It, it is episode, episode three. three. <laughs> yes, I bro. Amazing. Yeah. Love the producer okay. show. It's it's welcome uh, to the on the line show. On the oh, on the line. It was a big yawn. On the line. On the line. With you know what? On the line. On the line. The name. I really love the name of the show. Yeah, I came up with the show. Yeah, you did good with the name. I really love it. I came came up with the idea when I was pooping. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's when the best idea kicks in. Either in shower, either either when you're pooping. Yeah, it's like when you're emptying one end, the other end is getting filled up. Yeah. Like you're almost... Something uh, positive or uh, something that, that needs to be worked out, right? You're, yeah, you're literally like shitting your brains out so that you can oh, yeah. <laughs> make some more space in your brains. Clearing all that clogged holes. <laughs> <laughs> literally okay, okay. in every way. Yeah, man. I, I it was so it was so simple. I was just thinking about names, and I'm like, but like you're talking on the phone, and it is online. And like, if I, it has to be on the line, why can't it just be on the line? Because yeah, nice. And I love the description that you put. Um, the show about nothing. So yes, oh. on the line. <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome to the show about nothing. But nothing. Welcome to the show about nothing. It's called on the line with two friends. Yes. And you know what? That's why I was post, uh, posting you yesterday. Check out the summary of the show. I really want you to check it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. I love it. I saw it this morning around five o'clock. Okay. And I laughed so hard. Again, I was shitting that time. So. <laughs> nice. I actually had a very good description written for the on the line show. But then I was like, why am I? Doesn't matter. I mean, it's okay. It's literally about nothing. So I'm not right about that. So I wrote yeah. and I was like, you know, this is this is perfect. This is it doesn't need any uh more introduction. It doesn't need more addition to it. It's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. It's 2 p.m. and it's like the perfect time. Um yeah. the exact time so, when we decided. Yeah. So coming back to today's topic, um, Today's topic is something that is very close to my heart. It's close food. to our heart. Close to our heart, yes. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of experience with food, cooking food. Man, I still remember those grilled cheese nights. Others. Bro. For those of you who don't know, we just <laughs> had our special bow down to each other. There was a gesture we used to do. We used to do a lot of experimental grilled cheese and then we just came up with this random bow down, like showing respect to each other. <laughs> in the for our, yeah, for our master. Like a grilled cheese. cheese. Yeah, grilled cheese masters. <laughs> sensei. We both have senses. Grilled cheese sensei. Oh, man. Have I ever made my world famous hot shopping for you? Yes, you did. I remember okay. it. Lovely. Uh, yeah. You 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 made that for me. Um, 
when you were living at that house, I don't remember which your first house when you invited us for dinner and everything, you were living in the basement situation with one other guy. Oh, I think that was a Moore Avenue house. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Moore, Moore, yeah. Bro, that was like the first house, my first yeah. place by myself ever in my entire life. Did you enjoy it though? I did, man. Like first time I had a room to myself without like my right. own privacy, my own yeah. space to manage. It's like uh, luxury. Now you do not want to degrade or uh, what's it called? Drop down on level it. down. Yes, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, level down. Completely understand. And you know, one of the reasons why I want to get a place by myself is for food. <laughs> yeah, Bro, so that I can yes. eat my own food. Yeah. yeah, man. Sharing with people, one of the biggest difficulties is that the kitchen is a mess. And yeah. man, we know how we cook food. So it's like I have to clean the kitchen before I use it. I have to cook food and then I have to clean the kitchen after because I cannot leave right. my mess for someone else. Right, right. And we cook really, really good food. So we need that kind of space too when we cook food, right? We could have done something yeah. without food. Because I, I really love your keema. Oh, oh my God. I really miss the Kima. Mm. Kima, that Bro, like so leftover. Wait, leftover Kima with half fry in the morning as a breakfast. Oh, that was the ultimate. That is, that is. Yeah. Yeah. That is the <laughs> the Bombay magic. That is how people in Bombay have breakfasts. Amazing man. <laughs> nice. That is a Bombay specialty. Oh, food, food, Bombay. I think. Bombay has very good food. Food culture? Food culture. Yeah, Bombay has very good food culture. What's what's top five things you miss? Oh my god, the tandoori chicken, the gurda, kaleji, kheema, bhuna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, I think you were just waiting for it. You were just Bro, like my mouth just starts watering when I have to talk about street food, the pav bhaji. Yeah. Oh, I don't man. know if you've had uh, thalis, but I mean Gujarati thalis are more famous in Bombay, and I'm sure like mm-hmm. Gujarati thalis in Gujarat must be a complete different experience. But going for those big thalis with 13 courses and 21 different courses and like desserts, wow, man, that is so mind blowing. And the best part is all this food is so simple. It's just simple ingredients, but the way we yeah. cook it. the spices the simplicity to it brings so much more flavor and so much more right. um, enjoyment to the just the food aspect of it true, man true. food is so so important and so crucial but it is also one thing that people so tend to overlook the most in life mm-hmm. um i one thing i realize is like you know something very simple is uh, nobody is eating food without a screen in front of them I don't. I shouldn't say nobody. Oh, um, yeah. I actually agree. Um, I think even I'm in. I'm, I'm culprit of it. I'm. I do that. But I think I have mindset or I don't know a condition where I cannot sit in silence. Like there needs to be some. Even if I'm not paying attention, that's okay. But there needs to be a noise in the background. There needs to be something going on. I cannot see, sit in silence. Unless I'm meditating. Okay. 
I feel like even if I'm, you know, I'm definitely working very with my deep thoughts, I'm typing something, there still needs to be something playing in my background, but I'll be still very focused on my work. I don't know what it is, but then it, there needs to be something working. And and you have been noticing it. You have lived me lived with me for more than two years, uh, more than a year. Uh, Definitely, man. I mean, this is something, um, especially for a lot of my athletes who try to lose weight. Um, mm-hmm. The first thing I try to get their attention to is: Are you eating mindfully? Mm-hmm. Um, your physical body. Uh, one of the reasons why food is so close to my heart is because it is your physical body. Um, I, one of the podcasts I was listening to by Sadhguru, he says, when you eat a banana, you become the banana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, well, we'll like come the back banana to that later. Right? <laughs> whatever food you consume. Whatever okay. food you consume. <laughs> right. Let's say you're eating carrots and bananas. It goes into your stomach. Your stomach breaks down the carrot. And then that carrot, the nutrition from that carrot is used to give nutrition to your cells. So basically that food is breaking yep. down to become you. Right? Become so your physical part of you, body. Yeah. Yes. So as you're growing, your physical body is just an accumulation of what you eat. Literally, that's all it is. Right? Yeah. So the first thing, if you're trying to take care of yourself is to be able to take care of the, the one body that you can see. You don't know. You can't trust your spiritual body because you haven't felt that spiritual energy if you haven't felt your spiritual energy your (laughs) mental energy can be all over the place if you have there are so many things like adhd or add or like just just the constant want to be blasted by some kind of stimulus (laughs) right that can keep you distracted right in the mind but your physical body, you can always keep under your control. This is one thing mm-hmm. you can always practice is just to sit still. That is an exercise in itself. Right, yeah. Right? So your physical body, the first body that you're dealing with is just an accumulation of every little thing that you eat. So why wouldn't you want to be mindful and aware of everything that you're putting in your body? Right, right, right. Yeah. Right? And then oftentimes the, the next topic that really stems from this is what should I eat or Mm. how do I eat and for this again a very simple this thing is as human beings we already know what we want to eat we don't really have a problem Uh, actually we do have a major problem with this Um, when you have to see about like different animals uh, every animal knows what to eat Mm -hmm. you don't see a tiger making a grocery list right that I have to go get this oh this time I'm going to try avocados with guacamole Mm-hmm. They're not deciding which grocery show to uh, store to hit, and if they're eating natural or like organic, they have a system. They follow it. With us, the, this thing is that we are bla- being blasted with so much information that this is how you're supposed to eat, or this is what you are supposed to eat. That we are just confused. Right. Mm-hmm. Just pick something. Just pick something and touch it, and you'll know if you want to eat it or if you don't want to eat yeah. it. It's yeah. That yeah. And then eat yeah. according to what you're trying to put your body through. If you're trying right. to put your body through vigorous exercise, and if you want to get stronger, then eat foods that are going to keep you strong. If you're trying to be more agile, then eat foods that have more water. So you're more fluid, mm-hmm. you're more fluid. agile. If you're right. trying to 
attain something spiritual with your body. If you're trying to turn your body into a spiritual antenna, then eat foods that are light. Like there is no food into your body. That's when you can focus more on <laughs> your mindfulness or your spirituality. Hunger right. is the biggest driver for you to go get things done. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. <laughs> uh, you know what? One thing that you you just talked about is mindful eating. Mm-hmm. I actually quite recently understood the difference between being actually hungry and the feeling of hunger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if you had food, you still feel like you are still hungry after an hour or so. That yeah. shouldn't happen. So if you know or if you can differentiate between your real hunger and just the feeling of hunger, that will make a lot of difference on your body. Lots of difference in your mind too. And uh, uh, with options, yeah, there are lots and lots of options now. Whether it be diet, you diet, dekho, ke ye khao, wo khao, ye diet, you can ye khao sakte ho, ye diet, you can eat avoid karne, jase keto mein tum ye nahi khao sakte ho. Right, you cannot eat sugar, you cannot eat rice. Yeah. But at the same time, you 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 are supposed to eat fats like butter, uh-huh. cheese. Now, if you move to some other diet, you are supposed to avoid all these things and some more. Yeah. So since we have so many options, we are often confused. And that confusion, the longer you are stuck in that confusion the longer you're not going to do anything. Yeah. Because you keep on thinking, I'm thinking about it, I'm researching what I can do, what I can eat. Yeah, man. So options, options are there. That's a good thing. But at the same time, prioritize or just do your research and get on to it. Because if you're not doing it, food, food is the biggest addiction, I would say. Uh, it has similar effect in your brain. Uh, I don't remember the name of the chemical because not not because, but uh, the same euphoria you get when you are high or you are intoxicated. Food does the same thing. You get addic- addicted to the food, and beating food addiction is difficult. It's not easy. Yeah, man, hundred um, percent. So, from my understanding. Whenever you eat food, um, one of the things you're doing is you're fulfilling the instinct of survival. <laughs> and whenever you do something for your survival, it releases dopamine. Now, dopamine is your dopamine. Yeah, food. dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. I totally blanked out on the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your feel-good hormone. Um, yeah. And basically, what happens is when you keep eating throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You keep blasting your dopamine up, 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 up. Mm-hmm. So if your baseline dopamine was, let's say, two, just because of you constantly eating, your baseline dopamine has now come up to four because that's where your body is used to keeping its dopamine levels at. Mm-hmm. Now suddenly, when you go one day without eating, or when mm-hmm. you start deciding to stop going off your um, junk food binge or stop eating your sugars. That dopamine right. starts coming down. Mm-hmm. And your body does not like that because 
your body does not know how to feel good your feel good hormones are starting to drop and that's right. when all the craving start craving for right. sweet food or salty food to get the dopamine back to that level right 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 once you start being mindful about that right you can talk yourself through these dopamine crashes when you're yes. having that urge if you're really mindful you can tell yourself no man this, this is this is just my downtime if i keep mm. doing this i'll be able to maintain right and bring my dopamine levels down to be yeah. these things it's so difficult and again like mindful eating to the point where eating should become like meditation because you're aware you're aware of how the food is tasting in your mouth you're right. aware of how the food is breaking down in your mouth yes. mindful eating is as simple as chewing your food 20 times because so much of the digestion process happens already in the mouth where mm-hmm. the food is being chewed and mixed with the saliva saliva taking the time to chew your food and if you're distracted by the stimulus around you yeah you are giving your body half unbroken food or not completely broken food and right. now the digestion process again takes longer which again can lead to so much <clears throat> more problems like uh, stomach burn or um, you know just gas and stuff and fatty liver exactly this in turn can have different kinds of effect on your various activity levels sometimes you might want to go out but you can't because you just feel bloated yeah right? if you're yep. having a conversation with someone after lunch and you feel like you're hard burning yeah you've not eaten your food properly properly yep right and then that has a yep. carry over effect throughout your entire day so you realize day. how important just this very little thing or a very small change of just mindfully eating what you're eating can make such a shift it's not even change anything it's not like stop eating your junk food stop eating this but if you are actually mindfully enjoying even the junk food that you are eating after two bites you might tell yourself you know what i think i've had enough of this this is not really doing my body any good i don't want true this. i actually agree with that thing uh when i told you about ye feeling you know ek sachi feeling hoti hai ki sachi mein bhook lagi hai and you hear your yeah. stomach growl that that is real hunger mm-hmm. and then there is hunger in your mind you are not actually hungry in your body but fir bhi tumhe kuch khana hai Yeah, the the dopamine is dropping. Dopamine, yeah. So it was very hard for me to differentiate between those two levels. Once I once I started differentiating, and once I got to know, okay, okay, you know what? I am not actually hungry. Is this my mind saying I am hungry, but I am not hungry? Because I have not eaten yet. It's impossible for me that I have not eaten yet. So mind. mind also plays a very important role when it comes to food uh choosing your food eating your food even if you have had your food like i said you would still crave for food because you feel like i want to eat this because you know this was a good meal but mere ko kuch aur tasty abhi bhi aur khana hai now yeah. for, for now for it would be different for different people like kuch logo ke liye meetha hota hai kuch logo ke liye savory hota hai kuch logo ke liye you know it's just junk food or chips or a street food Yeah, right. Uh, for me, <laughs> it was it can be anything other than sweet things. It can be anything. I need savory. I need something to eat. Like, what was it for me? What? Bro, you... ice cream. Ice cream is my kryptonite. I'm eating. I know. I know. Mm. Bro, I've seen. I've mm. seen you mm. emptying 
the whole big bucket of ice cream. So I no, know you're no, a huge. Here's my here's my excuse. It's not even an excuse. I lift heavy weights. I lift right. really really heavy weights. Mm-hmm. So I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not I'm going to argue with that. You are definitely allowed. Yeah, man. And okay. This is actually one of the benefits I like to talk about um, exercising. You know, a lot of people are just saying that, oh, if I start working out, I will have to give up on food. That's not very true. Here's what happens. Uh, when you're not exercising, when you're living a very sedentary lifestyle, your metabolic activity inside your body, your metabolism is basically uh, the amount of calories you're burning just to stay alive. So even if you do nothing all day and you just stay in bed, um, even just blinking your eyes, you're still burning some amount of calories. Your brain is active. Your brain is consuming energy. Uh, You're still breathing. Any kind of digestion process that is happening, that is still happening. Just Mm -hmm. to stay alive, you burn a certain amount of calories. That is your metabolism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, When you decide to move, and even if you decide to get out of bed to go grab a snack, you burn an additional amount of calories. So those are Mm -hmm. calories that are burning because of activities. Now, when you're living a very sedentary lifestyle, your metabolic activity or the amount of the amount of calories you're consuming throughout the day is not a lot. And on top of that, if you start eating more calories, um, basically you're overfilling your tank. Mm -hmm. And when there is no space, it's like it's like you take your car to the petrol pump and you start pumping petrol into your car. The car has a certain capacity for the petrol. Once the petrol starts overflowing, it will start falling out of the tank. In Mm -hmm. your body, when that overflow starts happening of petrol, it starts getting stored in fat cells. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how people keep getting fat, by consuming more petrol and not driving their car enough. Car enough, yeah. Once you start exercising, you start putting on muscle. Now, mm-hmm. the good thing about muscle is for every pound of muscle you put on, you're burning an additional of 30 to 50 calories. Okay. Let's say if you put on 10 pounds of muscle, you're burning an additional 300 to 500 calories just to stay alive without even doing anything. Just because now that you have that muscle, to sustain that muscle, your body needs to burn extra calories. When you start moving around with that kind of weight, with that kind of muscle, your body's burning even more calories, right? Because it's easy to move a stick, but it's not easy to move a mountain. It's right. easier for the stick to move by itself too, because the stick doesn't have a lot of it's a lot of weight to carry. So it needs very mm-hmm. little power for itself to move. But for a mountain right. to move, the mountain would need a fucking strong ass legs to pick itself up and move. Right. Yes. So, yeah, as long as you are in calorie deficit, that is good. As long as, uh, as soon as you cross the point, and if you keep on crossing the calorie deficit point or beyond your calorie requirement, that's when things start getting out of your hands. Uh, I wouldn't say things start getting out of your hands because sometimes it is required for you to stay in a caloric surplus. So, again, your food eating habits should be defined by the purpose, the purpose of what you're trying to attain with your body. Okay. Right. If you're trying to lose weight and live a faster and a more healthier life, then yes, you want to stay in a caloric deficit till the time you reach 
your required weight goal mm-hmm. then once you reach your weight goal just to keep that then you can start upping your calories again and then what happens is just because if you're living an active life your metabolic rate starts going up so mm-hmm. when i started training my metabolic rate was around 2400 calories a day okay um and i was at least like at the beginning of the year when i started training i had no weight loss goals i feel i was i had dropped a lot of weight at that point i just wanted to right. stay at that weight and get stronger mm-hmm. um in the past year i've gone from consuming from 1800 calories a day which is quite easy to consume a pint of ice cream okay. a pint of ben and jerry's ice cream is 1200 calories but if you're just eating a pint of ice cream after you get stoned that feels easy but if you have to consume 1800 calories in the right amount of weight that can be challenging from yes. that i will be consuming 3000 calories mm. which which may not sound a lot to people who've not eaten 3000 calories but eating 3000 clean calories at this point i was trying to prepare and up for my i was trying to up my muscle i was trying to up my weight for a powerlifting meet mm-hmm. or something right uh 3000 calories a lot it's a lot of food i was really struggling i came to a point where i just wanted to put a zipper on my stomach so that i could zip open my stomach dump the food in and zip it back up okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man i i wouldn't say like uh, staying in a caloric surplus or a caloric deficit is bad your food habits should completely be governed by the purpose what you're trying to attain with your body the purpose Hey. What's your favorite kind of food? I I cannot I cannot answer that question. You know. Okay, okay, okay. One second, one second. One thing that I can vouch for is that your butter chicken is the best butter chicken ever. Bro, biryani. Uh I think I like your butter chicken more than butter I like. Butter chicken. Okay. Then okay, thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very cocky when it comes to cooking. Mm-hmm. I know I have I have very good and when it comes to cooking and i'm very confident also okay if i'm trying to cook a new recipe i'm going to kill it and it has always happened with me um what is one dish you really enjoy cooking who i mean that's also a difficult question <laughs> <laughs> one dish i enjoy oh, man I don't know how to answer that. I cannot answer that question. Uh maybe biryani, maybe butter chicken. I don't know. I I enjoy cooking overall, but I don't think that would be a one dish compared to the other dish that I love cooking more. I okay. do enjoy cooking overall though. Okay. I think um one dish that i really like to cook uh, very surprisingly it's dal okay huh. so easy to cook and it can go with anything fried chicken fried fish rice you know what i actually uh, i would actually change my answer i think i i really enjoy not enjoy but it's easy since it's very easy it's very fast i i enjoy making the half rice my my specific special half rice Oh bro yeah man I love what you do with eggs also You're It's super- very simple it's very simple there are only three or four ingredients but the end result it's just so perfect it's so good man It is that half fries so good I have been eating that half okay so here's a little thing 
I I was a vegetarian. Uh-huh. Fair, I got introduced with uh, eggs. When did you introduce to eggs? I actually don't remember. It was very long back uh, in school. I don't remember what standard or what grade, anything. But anyways, uh, the first time introduced here. So <laughs> it was like leveling up, you know. Now I'm going to eat yellow food, so I don't like yellow. I was also like that. Bale, wo boiled yellow, I don't like it. I didn't eat it. Uh-huh. Then I level up a little bit. I like yellow food, I like burji, I like omelet, I like this. And then came a part that I will eat half fry when the whole yolk is well done. You know, it shouldn't be runny. The yolk shouldn't be runny. I didn't like But then someone forced me eating it, that half an hour, holy shit, man, this is life changing. <laughs> Bro, now, now, half fry is my, you can say, favorite breakfast dish. Easy to cook and everything is so fast. Savory, so good enough. <laughs> Bro, so, you won't believe I, it. I just had half fry for breakfast. I was nice. thinking, what am I going to eat? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, man. I have eggs, I have bread, I'm making half fry. Right. फूड Mm-hmm. You know, because growing up, going to McDonald's, eating outside, right. it was more like um, a luxury, a treat. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something yeah. that happened on a regular basis. Yeah, same. When I came here, I realized that, oh, you know, eating fast food is so much more easier, so much more convenient. Um, But then the more and more I ate fast food, I also realized the problems that came with fast food. Yeah. Um. Uh, what has your journey been with food since the time like you've come and like did you did you struggle with food too or were you were you did you take off to cooking right off the bat because it took me a good nine like at least a year before i seriously started cooking on a more regular basis okay this will be a little longer answer for you now food food has been like I I love food. You know that. I absolutely love food. <laughs> India mein I didn't used to cook on a regular basis but from time to time kabhi kabhi ho jata tha. I used to cook uh, I used to cook rajma, dal makhani. Uh-huh. I don't know jo bhi mera khane ka mann karta tha main tab recipe dekhke banaya bana liya karta tha. And food in India is way different from what we have food in Canada. There is huge difference. Okay. Jab main India mein tha na even i would say when i came to canada uh, in in beginning or at least until i was in college or college finish kata tak ka i didn't pay much attention what food actually does to your body how you should consume your food i was very uh, blank about what i'm eating mujhe ye khana main kha lunga kya fark padta hai khana hi hai right so kuch bhi ho main sab kuch khane ko taiyar tha and i used to eat anything whatever i want to eat at that point in time cook make it eat it the go out or cook okay so that thing 
I have changed that thing now. Because I realized that it does affect your body in a very strong way. So when you I say- wish everyone, I, I wish everyone, or even in school, when school जाते हो, तुम्हें बहुत कुछ सीखने को मिलता है. But at the same time, you know what? There needs to be change in the education when it comes to food, when it comes to even money. I would say. But right now we are talking about food. But yes, uh, the every country, every school needs to teach what food actually is, what it does to your body. कितना खाना चाहिए? What is calorie? Why you shouldn't eat certain food at certain time? Why you are supposed to chew your food? You know, because I was so illiterate about this whole genre of food. Okay. I I never understood the whole thing. Okay, fitness कबे कैसे फर्क करता? How it's going to affect me when I'm I'll be thirty or when I'm thirty five? Because when you're growing up, तुम्हारी body आराम से सब कुछ झेल सकती है. But in a in a short term, but when it comes to the longer term, it takes a toll. And when I recently got admitted in the hospital for my pancreatitis, right? That's not that, but before that actually realized, but that was kind of a big ringing bell for me ke theek hai you know what now i think i should be very mindful about what i should eat uh regarding cooking cooking yahan pe aake maine on a regular basis aloo ke di tu believe nahi karega adil my first roommate uh, i i i lived in college dorm you know uh-huh. that, uh spruce spruce yeah spruce 301 or 303 i don't remember anyways तीन गोरे तीन गोरे रूममेट्स थे मेरे और मेरा जो पहला आई डोंट थिंक यू हैव मेट्स दैट ब्रिटिश गाय एनीवेज ब्रिटिश गाय एंड दिस चाइनीज गाय ब्रो मैंने उनको सबसे पहले जो खाना बनाया उनको मैंने सबसे पहले डिश क्या खिलाई होगी सोच नथिंग फैंसी नथिंग फैंसी लेट मी टेल यू नथिंग फैंसी इट्स अ होम मेड फूड यू वोट फाइंड इट आउटसाइड ओहा नहीं ब्रो दाल चावल दाल चावल भी खिलाया उनको देखता था अपने हिसाब से बहुत कुछ बना लिया करते थे फ्रॉम टाइम टू टाइम not from time to time more than often actually mm-hmm. uh he was also a very big, big foodie so i think it's just in my genes ke main acche se khana bana leta hu i think my dad was a good cook uh-huh. my mom is a very good cook so i think wo automatically mere andar aa gaya now cooking uh when it comes to cooking ke you know everyone has that measurement for me i do not have that measurement meko pata hai kitna dalna hota hai main haath mein leta hu yeah. and then i i i do it मैं डाल देता हूँ कि इतना स्पाइसेस इतना जाएगा इट विल बी परफेक्ट एंड यू आर दर्सन हुआ फर्स्ट हैंड एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ माई कुकिंग ऑफ द टेस्ट वॉट डू यू थिंक 
like that's just an approximate thing but still it it comes out so perfect what do you say bro i definitely agree and i feel like it's like everybody has their own thing i've seen you with cooking like that my grandfather i've seen him with his plants my grandmom again i've seen her with cooking my dad also you know my family i've, I've seen them with food it's exactly like how you say there is no one tablespoon or two tablespoon it's like yeah pick it right, up yeah you know exactly what is going on exactly kitna jayega yeah and again like even that estimation is there once you can take a taste of it you'll be able to say that okay this is less this needs a little bit more adjusting like this this needs to go and it's fine to go right see that's another thing i never taste my food i i always ask each someone else or i don't ask anyone to taste my food i know this is right and it is right every time <laughs> i never taste my food ki kitna namak hai ya fir kabhi maine aaj tak nahi try kiya but it came out perfect every time my only my only estimation that i never use for is salt i always under the salt because yeah it's better to have uh, less salt in your food because then you can add but if you have yes. more salt then you know it's just fucked up yeah no matter what wo khatam to abhi tere ko karna padega bro kyunki banaya hai tere otherwise wo gint rehta hai if you want to throw it out yeah man it's so so painful to not eat that food and it's so painful to eat that food and you feel like crying yes yeah, yeah, yeah. i totally agree with that so can i tell you a very funny story that reminds me of oh, salty food um especially like salty food so i'm dal chawal okay so again this is all like our main theme really dal chawal and salty food mm-hmm. um i was watching hey baby once mm-hmm. this is my first time watching hey baby okay and my cousin sister was supposed to be visiting me that evening we are at my grandma's place it's late in the night i'm just sitting and watching the tv and it's the scene where uh, the baby gets left outside the church and the baby's yeah. bucket gets filled with water and yep. the baby's drowning and suddenly i don't know why it was such an emotional moment for me i started crying and all my tears started dripping down in my dal chawal and in my dal chawal so salty but then i can only wish for dal chawal <laughs> So I am the dal chawal. Bro. <laughs> oh my god. You see you have noticed ke even khana banate work there will there is always something running in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to it but uh mindfulness right. There 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 needs to be a voice. it needs to be there no matter what for me uh do you plan on addressing this when you are eating food bro i actually i'm trying to be very honest i'm trying ke you know not take my phone on the dining table at all put the phone away that's okay in the separate room and it's okay mm-hmm. ha- enjoy your meal and i have i've started doing that so enjoy your meal i'm just consciously i'm looking everywhere now <laughs> so i'm 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 addressing it already because i feel like first of all tum jab khane baithte ho na uh you spend a lot of time on what you want to watch and we both have done that actually khana apne leke baithe hain but jab tak hame pata nahi ki hame kya dekhna hai hum log khana chalu nahi karte because it's not perfect moment definitely definitely and then once we eat uh, we we even like 
once we are done eating, we'll just be sitting there finishing what we started watching. Yes. Yes. And also, uh, since you are watching TV or TV or any anything, not just TV, let's say. But I I, I think I've seen it. Duration that is way longer than if you eat your meal without any distraction or uh, or anything. Bless you. Bless you. But I have noticed that content consume that duration is longer. Then you're, you're actually, having your meal. Yeah, you are actually eating without any distraction. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it also results in overeating that particular habit. Definitely. Because no, you still... because you feel like, you know, and then you just keep on eating the food, especially when you are high. <laughs> Bro, that too, and here's what happens here. Very simply, um, your stomach is far away from your brain. When you start eating, your stomach sends signal to your brain once your stomach is full. Now, optimally, your stomach would send that signal to the brain once the stomach is 80% full. Mm-hmm. But just because you're not really paying attention to what you're eating, you're so engrossed in what is happening on your screen. You're just eating. Right. You're putting food in. You're putting food in. You're not worried about right. chewing. You're just putting right. food in. Food in, yeah. You stop when the food is done or when your stomach is absolutely packed. By the time okay. the stomach sends the signal to your brain that I'm 80% full, your stomach is 100% full. Mm-hmm. And that's when the lethargy after the work kicks in that, oh, Okay, maybe oh, I yeah, yeah, it's now very sleepy. Yeah, yeah, need, yeah, or I need like a coffee to stay awake. So then, mm-hmm. that's like another cycle that you start now. Once you've eaten that coffee, once you've had that coffee, you want something sweet with the coffee, then you'll go right. grab like a timbit or a donut or something. Mm-hmm. So people who like sweet things, um, otherwise, like, yeah, is that coffee? That coffee, and then after lunch, if you had coffee, that again results in you staying up late in the night. <clears throat> Right. So much of the cycle just starts from not mindfully eating, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if when it comes to eating, if there is one change anybody really wants to make is eat whatever you want, but eat and eat whatever you want. Like please don't take it lightly and just keep eating ice cream all day, although that is my favorite kind of diet. <laughs> no. Right, um, right. Just be like more aware and present of present. Yes, just be present in the moment. It. I think even even if you watch, but it just it becomes difficult to be aware if you are actually focusing on something else and you are doing three activities or two activities. Mm-hmm. Even if you, yeah, you are right. Even if your body sends you the signal, you won't uh, acknowledge it or recognize it because you are too focused on the third element, which shouldn't be there. But it's there. Yeah, man. And how long does it take? If this is so important, if your entire living, if your entire routine revolves around yeah. the kind of food you eat, mm-hmm. how difficult is it to just take out 20 minutes or 30 minutes in a day to eat one mm-hmm. meal or two meals or three right. meals? 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We don't have time. We don't have time. You don't have 30 minutes to eat a good meal. Good meal, yeah. Why are you working this hard? For me, it only takes 20 minutes. I have I've noticed that 20 minutes and I'm actually done. I'm full. Uh, I mean, I'm okay. Like 20 minutes, good. Uh, mindful eating, chewing properly, seeing I'm what good portion size, not a uh, big portion, adequate portion sizes. Yeah. Also, food affects your mood a lot. And you have seen... I, that in me actually do you remember the time i and you were playing the call of duty yeah you were on the xbox and i was on the laptop um, yeah. for some reason my laptop wasn't working properly and then i got mad because and i think that was the day i stopped having sugar and everything all together uh-huh. and i i got that sugar rage and you turned into can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, and that. <laughs> and you were Mitch. <laughs> you were a little bit afraid. Oh, his sugar is going. That tabi itna ho I remember that episode. That was a good episode, though. Yeah, it affects mm-hmm. your mood a lot, uh, especially if you are trying to remove it from your f- food habits. Uh-huh. Depends on the person to person, right? For me, it was irritation and then sudden burst of anger. <laughs> <laughs> sudden burst of anger? Sudden burst of anger. I rage quit the game. I was like, fuck, I don't want to <laughs> yeah and also when you're full when you have had good food like good soul food or homemade food or favorite feeling is very good you know i'm so satisfied and the satisfaction you don't get satisfaction from the food you eat from outside you you will never say that you know what i'm satisfied you would say i'm full it was a good food but you will never say i'm satisfied at least i haven't said it I'm satisfied. I'm full, man. That was very delicious food. But I have had that moment. I'm satisfied right now. Yeah, man. Now that when you say that, I realize that is such a true statement. Because I've had times where I've eaten Burger King, Wendy's. Yeah, man. You can eat like... You don't eat on a regular basis. But you eat it you are full it was delicious but you're not satisfied you'll never see you are satisfied yeah man and that that reminds me of a very good thing is you feel that unsatisfaction in that food because that food really has no nutritional value <laughs> you eat food one of the reasons why you eat food is for nourishment and when you yeah. are eating food that has no nourishment value when the food you're eating is empty in that nourishment value, it will still, no matter how much you eat food, it will still leave you feeling empty. It will fill your mm-hmm. stomach up temporarily, but it won't provide you with the nutrition that you nutrition require. Value. Yeah. So eventually, instead of you being full for a longer time and satiated mm-hmm. for a longer time, you're going to crave food again in a few hours. A few hours, yeah. If you look at like the other animals that exist, mm-hmm. when a 
cobra eats food. A cobra mm-hmm. will eat an entire animal, and then it okay. only for fourteen days. It just fasts mm-hmm. for fourteen days, processes the entire thing properly. Mm-hmm. Lions also, they'll go two, three, two, one to two weeks without hunting, and then they mm-hmm. hunt and they eat. Right, right. Because the food that they're eating is so nutritious in value, it's like mm-hmm. food, and their body takes time to break it down. Yeah, right. I think same goes for bear. Right, they go into hibernation. They don't eat for four months. They eat like oh, they eat a lot when they wake up again after the hibernation, mm-hmm. and before going into hibernation, they eat a lot. Yeah, man, that's very true. And if you see what a bear eats, a bear eats mostly um, seafood, fish, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Fish is so um, so full of um, omega three oils and other fatty mm-hmm. oils. These are just good fats. That's why a bear just loads up on all of this on the good <clears throat> fats in the right. summertime, and that's what keeps you warm. When when you break mm-hmm. down one calorie of fat, that will give right. you. Uh, oh, sorry. When you break down one gram of fat, that gives you nine calories of energy. Mm-hmm. As compared to when you break down one calorie, one gram of protein and one gram of carbs, it only gives you four calories of energy. Right. So just energy-wise, your fats are very good sources for energy. All the fat people mm-hmm. out there are the most energetic people in the world right now. Mm-hmm. They're all the fucking just like powerhouses. And yeah. this is one of also one of the good things about being. obese i don't want to say it's good thing about being obese but every time you fucking move it's the same principle right you require so much more muscle to move a mountain more, so yeah, if, yeah. A, if an obese person is just walking it's a workout okay yeah yeah <laughs> since we were talking about this uh, junk food or fast food or food from outside right now we are living in a Era, jahan pe log are getting more aware about what they are eating, right? Mm-hmm. They are trying to get fit. They are trying to get the nutrition value out of their food. Yeah. Instead of you, know, instead of having food from just outside, get okay, here, burger, eat, eat. But now that we are, now people are more progressive towards okay, mindful eating. Uh, they are trying to count the calories. Okay, ye khaunga to itni calorie hogi. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. is it worth for my body or for my workout to break the diet or anything what do you think is the future of the food industry like okay two questions not one two questions first uh-huh. now that we already know ke fast food say damage obviously it does damage your body it's not that uh, it doesn't damage now i'm not saying damage in terms of right after one serving or right after eating it once a month yeah If you are eating it constantly, yes, it does have effect. But if you are eating it once a month or something like that, you are conscious about it. It, it is okay. I'm not saying it's good. It's okay. But now uh-huh. that they are uh, now people are getting woke about it, and everyone is uh, recognizing that you know fast food is not so such a good option, uh-huh. and we are seeing options such as freshy uh, or salad, uh, salad stations or salad cafes. Uh-huh. So we are going progressing uh, towards more nutritional value food rather than the taste of it. Now we are also including the taste aspect of it. Obviously, when if you are going to a salad, uh-huh. you are going to eat a salad. You will still need that taste. Otherwise, how are you going to eat that meal if it's mm-hmm. not worth it? Who is going to eat it? What do you think is 
the future of the food industry why aren't we eliminating those not so good food but and getting more of a good food such as for me i think it's fresh is good i that's why i'm just giving the example uh why why are we not doing that k instead of eliminating mcdonalds and arby's and harvey's what do you think is the food industry uh future of the food industry and why are we eliminating these junk foods and getting more uh good nutritional value food uh fast food thing okay um so i want to answer this first is um why are we not eliminating all these foods i feel one of the these things that uh, one of the things that is very attached to our mindset is that eating meat is good for protein and that is very true uh protein is the building block of life protein protein like really builds your muscle it's required for your survival um now meat is a good source of protein mm-hmm. but one of the things that i is associated also with eating meat is that it makes you strong it makes you big mm-hmm. right it makes you more manly eating more meat is more manly oftentimes it is you know all these uh, fast food joints they're trying to upsell you on the idea that yes the more you eat the healthier you are as an average adult you need so many calories in a day so right, you should yeah. be eating bigger meals you should be eating a bigger portion and i have seen the people jo claim karte you know i have only i'm eating only mcdonalds and i have lost weight i have only eat subway and i'm losing weight so even those companies are trying to campaign their food ki you know it's not that ki food is bad but bro in so, logo ka to wazan kam ho raha hai yeah so again that is not that is not false you can lose weight just by eating twinkies because if you go back to the first principle of weight loss or the first thing that i was talking about you know how you have to fill petrol in your tank yes let's say uh um there is cheaper quality petrol that you can get a lot of petrol for very little price all right and then there is uh, expensive quality petrol that you will get little petrol for a lot of price right so regular and premium yeah so there is premium yeah. food that will keep you satiated for a longer time and then there mm-hmm. is cheap food that will keep you satiated for a very little very little time but have less mm-hmm. nutritional value and all these parts but right i can eat one burger from mcdonald's that has 1200 calories and if my calorie requirement is 2000 calories i'm still under the calorie limit right under the calorie i'm yep. still losing weight <laughs> but the problem is that one mcdonald's burger does not suffice a person so a person yes. who's eating those mcdonald's burgers are only eating like 3 4 more than that in a week and that's why they get but now yeah, if yeah, somebody yeah. develops the discipline to only eat one mcdonald's burger and if they're mm-hmm. ready to survive on that for the rest of their life they're going to lose weight for sure right so as far as that is concerned that yes i lost weight eating twinkies i lost it weight eating mcdonald's mm-hmm. it's absolutely true that can happen but that's not happen. the ideal way you want to do it you're starving your body from so much of the nutrition it requires right uh coming back to what you were asking me about like why this is not being eliminated again because <clears> it is 
such a big industry um producing livestock is a big industry um mm-hmm. the way these animals are slaughtered you know some of the things are so inhumane but it has to be done just to keep up with the population's demand of yeah eating meat so i feel like once that stigma is firstly taken away that yes meat is not the only source of protein even though people know it it's not it's never been made sexy nobody saying like veganism is sexy nobody saying mm-hmm. that plant based protein is sexy mm-hmm. right so i believe as long as that does not happen it's going to be very difficult to shift to more plant based protein and it's not necessary that meat is bad or plant based protein is the only way to go we are omnivores we are not just carnivores we are not just herbivores yes is in our teeth we have sharp teeth to tear off meat but at the same time we also have molars that are used to grind mm-hmm. or like crush leaves if you see in giraffes and cows they have stronger molars because these are just herbivores they crush uh-huh. the cud and they grind it just like we have molars and then if mm-hmm. you see lions and tigers just as they have incisors we have sharper incisors to tear right. off meat and stuff mm-hmm. right so diet has to depend from person to person finding a healthier balance whether you should be eating meat once a week twice a week that depends on the kind of lifestyle you want personally i feel a healthy balance would be you're eating meat two to three times a week or probably less because processing meat is way more taxing on your body than processing vegetables and um, plants right also okay. yeah a, a lot more that goes into consideration is the f- the feeling because <clears throat> when you are in a state of fear or when you are in a state of tension you as a human being are producing so many different chemicals that are causing different imbalances and different spikes in your body body yeah now imagine if i caged you since the yeah, time yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. you were and you were just compressed just pushed around from like you have no sense of freedom at all freedom at all yes complete tension since the time you've been born what are the kind of chemicals you're releasing in your body exactly like, yeah like up till the time you die and the, even yeah. when you die the time you're being slaughtered your slaughtering process is also such that you're being shocked or your head is just being chopped off chopped so off yeah the, the slaughtering process the way the animal is slaughtered just freezes the blood in it when they say a, an animal is kosher or halal they're talking about the process where the animal is slaughtered and they let the blood drain out in a humane way mm-hmm. but in okay. a lot of slaughter houses that is not happening they just shock the animal or they just chop off the head of the animal which leaves the body in a state of shock and the blood with all these toxic chemicals that have been produced by the animal when they're in that fear and the tension stages freeze in now that right. is the meat that is cut chopped up processed for you packed for you to eat mm-hmm. not only that just because it has you have to keep up with the demand of such a big population yes. that meat is now processed and it's made into burger patties and it's been frozen for over 6 months right yeah upcoming demand and that is what is being rolled out so all the meat that you're consuming from restaurants is at least 6 to 7 months old it's not even fresh meat mm-hmm. so now you have to 
consume the preservatives that went into your meat to make it feel fresh currently you feel that oh my god this burger is so fresh and juicy but no yeah. there are some preservatives that had to be added to added yes in those 6 7 months the unfreezing process and then on top of that you're processing the feelings the tension the state of the animal yeah, the yeah exactly True. right and then you're like yep. oh why am i feeling this why am i why am i feeling so off the edge or why am i feeling bloated why am i yep. feeling not well after the food i'm eating <laughs> right right i totally agree with that uh, with that thing and then a very interesting question you asked was what do i think is going to be the future of food future of food industry yeah um, man this like is like we so we are already seeing a shift uh, in almost every big brand like if you see mcdonald's i have seen uh, aw come up with plant based patties i have almost everywhere you can see the impossible burgers or impossible patties or impossible meat so mm-hmm. we are seeing a current shift in the trend of moving towards a plant based and reducing our consumption of meat go on yeah definitely um i agree with that that is that is very interesting how this is coming along um i do believe uh, dairy farming in the future is going to look more small scale like okay i personally feel a lot of these industries should be taken out um but like taken out to be replaced by smaller stores so imagine if there is a local meat shop in okay. your area mm-hmm. now that local meat shop gets like like it's meat from the local farms around now the local mm-hmm. farms know how much population is in that town and instead of worrying right. about outsourcing they're only producing enough in a human way to sustain that farm mm-hmm. the local butcher slaughters the animals fresh there is only enough fresh produce going to the restaurants and the restaurants are creating all your fast food in limited items they're not creating it for uh, profit it's more of a novelty more of a luxury so right. you know brings back the old this thing where people are actually lining up outside to get good burgers or mm-hmm. a good meal and i think this is something that should be normalized more that people coming out and lining up instead of just getting delivery at home right right so when things mm-hmm. like this become more rare rare in the sense of like okay instead of 1000 burgers being produced burgers are only cut down to like 400 burgers it brings mm-hmm. back so many different values of society coming back together just to hang out by the burger joint I'm like oh people who get the burgers they get to enjoy the burgers eventually it will have to close and the people who didn't get the burgers they can just have their own this thing oh fuck it you know let's go to one of the bar or let's go to another joint try to get a burger out there like right, these right. are little experiences that can come along with the food industry becoming catering to more of a smaller group rather than just becoming a bigger uh, multi million chain or something right right so basically being a corporate rather than being a corporate uh, focusing more on towards uh, guiding the human kind towards where it's needed mm-hmm. right okay you know what uh, i i wanted to keep on coming back to this this one statement you said what you eat you become <laughs> 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 this, this is a very silly interaction between me and Sahil. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. I call him pussy. He said, 
<laughs> you you are what you eat. I was like, what? <laughs> In a discussion where there was nothing, like no, the, the he just, I just called him pussy, and it was like, you are what you eat. <laughs> it caught it caught me so awkward. I was like, what? <laughs> Bro, bro, honestly, this is so funny because um, I remember when I was explaining this same concept to Sahil. Yeah. I told him, bro, imagine this. You have a tree and you have a tree. Now you have a Ah, so that's why we were laughing at the beginning about banana. Uh, I didn't yeah. get it that time. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and that was so funny because <laughs> we laughed about it for like about 20 minutes. Bro. <laughs> 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 oh, well. You know what? I, when I was researching about a little bit about food, I actually came up with three fascinating food uh, facts. Uh-huh. Would you like to hear them? Sure. Okay. So for the first one, uh, you know the common red food dye? Like you see them in Skittles and Fruit Loops. Uh, people even use it in their uh, food for coloring, the food for like chicken, tandoori chicken. Uh-huh. Right? Which particular red color It's actually made from crushed beetle bodies. What, 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 what? Yeah, it's made from a crushed beetle bodies. And the uh, red coloring powder. I'm I'm telling you. So, uh, what's it called? The beetle. Uh, the species species of the beetle is called Dactylopius caucasus. This caucasus. <laughs> Dactylopius. Dactylopius. <laughs> so this acid is used in uh, maraschino cherries, strawberries, raspberry flavor candies. Mm-hmm. And even in lipsticks, even in lipstick. So, you know, whenever you see a beautiful lady with red lipstick, she is uh-huh. actually wearing beetles. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had no idea about this. <laughs> and then, do you know what, what honey actually is? It's bee shit. No, it's actually bees vomit. <laughs> yeah. So when the bees collect nectars, they drink mm-hmm. it and then they keep it in their stomach. And mm-hmm. when they come back to their hive, they, you know, uh, they, they empty their stomach through their mouth mm-hmm. into the hive. Oh my God. So it's their vomit. So it's so delicious. Man. Idea. What? Um... We should make like um, two honeycombs in mm-hmm. the shape uh, in the shape of boobs. Okay. And we should write down spit in my mouth, mommy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pitch this to one of my friends. She just started a t-shirt brand just today. I'm going to pitch this idea to her. <laughs> no, I want I want royalty. Okay, for sure. We have a proof now. This is online, on air, yes. done, man. Done, dude. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. So, yeah, man, today was a nice day. 
um, spoke about a lot of things. So what is one thing you feel you want to do with food? And is one thing you want to take away from today's podcast? Definitely, since I'm already working towards mindful eating, uh-huh. uh, eliminating the distractions from your dining table, chewing your food, I'm already doing that. But uh, again, be conscious about and the purpose. You know, I, I never thought about having a purpose of why am I, what's the purpose right now? For now, I'm since I'm not working out, it's just the hunger, uh-huh. the nutrition value, the energy which I need for my day to do activities. So that's my purpose. So for every time I'm going to eat a meal, I'm going to ask myself, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to take away from this. And honestly, we had good, good, good stories today. We we learned, at least I learned a lot since this is already your, your niche, you're already expert. You know, you already have so much knowledge and you would be already that's implementing, you're already guiding people, your clients. So yeah, I learned a lot from you too today. Thanks, bro. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say expert. You're too kind. Um, so this is another interesting fact for you to become an expert in any field. You only need to read. Okay, take a wild guess. How many books do you think you need to read for you to become an expert in a field? Hmm, I have no idea, but uh, yeah, just take a wild guess. At least minimum, I would say twenty. Bro, you need only two to three books on a topic. Okay. To become an expert on a subject, mm-hmm. if okay. you read two to three books on one subject, you know mm-hmm. more than ninety percent of the general population about that subject, and you can have a okay. proper discourse. Hmm. That's it. Interesting. So, I'm I'm so passionate about the human body that I've done a few courses to be able to understand the human body, the human mind. I've done a few courses to understand food and nutrition. This is. This is something that I truly, it truly drives me. Right. So I, I wouldn't say expert. This is still a work in progress. I'm learning every day. And yeah, man, it was really nice to be able to yeah. talk about things. At least, at least you are expert to me. You are you're giving those services to people and you are getting paid for it. So I would say that's a uh, criteria for expert for me, at least. Thanks. You don't consider yourself, but yeah, you, for me, you are. When it comes to health and fitness, you are the one I'm going to reach out and you know that I already do that. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lovely. So last week's topic um, I selected was food. And this was, I'm very glad we spoke about food. Um, what do you want to select for next week? Well, today is your turn. I think since we are already on... A little bit, I only introduced a little bit aspect of it uh, during today's podcast, I think. What do you think about going for finance and education, its importance? What do you think? Lovely. I like that topic. I'm very passionate about finance and education too. Right on. You know, it's actually very important to know how to manage your finance and everything. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss everything on the next episode. So please yes. tune in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tune in. It was, again, pleasure for Adil to have the podcast with me. Bro, You're welcome, I Adil. love this. I'm looking forward to so many of our episodes. <laughs> I want to listen to our episodes. Oh, bro. It was... Thank God. You know what? I'm really glad that we had this just one phone call and then we decided and we actually jumped into it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I really wanted to do something like this for a very long time and I was trying to find someone to do a podcast with me and I finally found you and it's just amazing man. It's going good so far and I hope to do it uh for a very long time. Yeah man, I'm so glad. I'm and again like, you know it's crazy how yesterday just didn't work out and today I was like bro, do you want to do this right now? And you were like yeah, let's do it right now. I'm like okay, let's go. <laughs> just perfect man all right man adil uh yeah. tune in we'll tune in again i'll see you again next weekend yep.